Welcome back to Two Different Dudes, the podcast. We have William, the baddest in this bitch. What's up? It's your boy, William, the baddest. Hello. The baddest. Did I say it right? Yeah, the baddest. The baddest. Okay. Yeah. We got my co-host, Kayani. What's up? Hey, y'all. And then, last but not motherfucking least. Last but not motherfucking least. Nasia and this bitch. Okay, let's go. Period. William. So we're What's gonna up? talk. We're gonna talk TV. We're gonna talk music. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk family life. Before mm-hmm. we get into it, we want to play a game with you. Oh, is this like okay. fuck Mary Kill? Yes. Fuck. Ooh. How you lose? Oh, I, I was on Clubhouse during the pandemic. Okay, I popped up from there. Okay. 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 So, I'm a, so we're gonna do fuck Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you three names. Okay. You say whether you're gonna fuck Mary or kill them. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so we got Anthony, one of your former co-host mm-hmm. on Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. We got, let me see who I'm going to throw in there. Milan. Milan. Mm-hmm. Former. Okay, so since we're doing former cast members, who's going to be the third and former cast member? What a money reside. What a oh, money reside. Oh, what a money reside. Oh, I need two kill options. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna kill where the money resides. Um, we're gonna um marry Anthony because um he always has some type of secret power that no one knows about. Mm. And um we're gonna uh fuck Milan because baby the dick's probably the biggest one in the house. <laughs> oh I was up surprised by the Mary Anthony. I'm well, I mean, I can't kill. I'm not gonna marry Darrell. <laughs> Darrell gotta go. Okay, I'm tired of fighting with him. Oh, no, he tried me yesterday too. They photo. What? They he photoshopped a uh, a photo, a video. They had some type of video where basically. So I wake up every morning to dicks and assholes and and all oh, of that shit. all fucking day long. And I before I so I, I live in L.A. and I get hit up by a lot of celebrities and ball players that hit me up on a like an account with zero followers mm-hmm. just they don't want to get their identity revealed so every time i get a picture or a video from somebody like that um i always ask how old are you and then the first time I'll be like are you over 18 and then after they say yes i'll continue and we'll start talking or do we exchange whatever you know because i'm a freak bitch period but it's like but what they did is that I don't know if it was them or somebody was trying to set me up on a fake account like that because like they in my DM every fucking day, a different person. But it's like, um, but it's like they what they did they unsent all the messages that they sent me, and then all the videos and photos they they sent me they unsent them and then they they screenshotted it and then uh, at the end they said I'm 13, but uh, they blocked me right afterwards. So they kind of like set me up. I don't know, just if I'm because I'm not going to like a reunion or whatever it is. They they trying to find ways to like uh, tarnish my brand or or whatever they can do. So yeah, so basically there's a screenshot and basically they said that at the end, but they actually hit me up sending me photos and videos of them unsent all of them. And then the first question I ask in the message is, "You're 18. Are you 18?" And they say, yes, I am. I'm 20-something, blah, blah, blah. But they sent all their messages. And then they try to they try to frame me. I'm like, girl, I will call up. You can you can do what you want, but baby, listen. At the end of the day, I have an Instagram live person that I can contact. 
because when you're verified, you get that. So mm-hmm. it's like they try, they try, they try, but you know, Instagram has all of those messages. So if I ever had got, let's say, oh, you're you're gonna, you know, people a lot a lot of people are unedu- uneducated talking about you're gonna go to jail and da da. Like no, like bro, like I'm. This is just like my DM is just like grinder. It goes up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you, yeah. um, William. Mm-hmm. So William, being that you 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 have a lot of things under your belt, like you you are a influencer, you are a celebrity. Why do you keep putting yourself in those type of situations? Why do you keep entertaining different people when you're you know a lot of people are trying to come for you? Well, like you mean answering DMs of like yeah. and stuff. I don't know because like you know I don't see myself as a celebrity. I mean I know I'm kind of like famous a little bit. I think a celebrity somebody who's like rich as fuck. Um, I never because I've been in Hollywood so long with all the other celebrities that I never ever actually saw myself as like a celebrity celebrity. But it's happening now. Yes, it is happening now. And because I'm getting used to it, and also, um, like I'm a freak bitch. Like I'm sexual <laughs> as fuck. I'm so fucking sexual, bitch. It, I have to know you're over eighteen. I'm with it. Period. Mm. So, so, but did, like. Yeah, I'm afraid I entertain it because it's like it's a key. I, I I just be I don't know. Like you send me a picture of your dick and you say you're 21. I'm like, what's up? You know. <laughs> Do you entertain them outside of the DM or it's just the DM part? Um, no. I mean, I go on dates and I um, uh, or they'll like I like I I be doing like you know I be doing sex work and stuff too. So it's like they'll find one of my ads on like Adam for Adam or something, and they'll be like, can I take you on a date? Can we fuck? Any of that oh. stuff, and I'll be like, okay, my rate is da 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 da, and then what's up? So you know, I'm all about my bag. I was the one of the only boys that was on Bad Boys that was about sex and ass and throwing and getting, you know, sexual. I was only because no one else was sexual from even from the trailer. My ass was going crazy. Oh, we, we know that big ass was torn in the circle. Okay, okay, <laughs> and, and and what the gag is is that on one of the episodes of um. Uh, when I went the mo- one of the biggest episodes of the show when I had my money suit on I was in the bowling alley twerking because oh, yeah. of Mula. Mm-hmm. The, the, what like they that. did what they did not show is that uh, the baby walked by me gagged on me he was like ah because I was in doggy style position on the thing that the, the ah. uh, that the balls come out of mm-hmm. and I was like you and I was twerking and I was like you know you like and he was like nah nah and he was like laughing but yet Mula was over there like what the fuck so he already had felt uncomfortable I don't give a because it's like the baby was gagging on me. He already yeah. had so much hate it, from the, this the community. He's giving hate vibes. Listen, at this point, it's just like at this point, you already signed up to be on a show with mm-hmm. gay people, right? Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's just like just vibe. Like you got exactly. your guard up for it's what? Like nigga, separate. if you straight, you straight. But why you? Why you so tense? Like why is you so hard? Like it's exactly. Okay. Exactly. Like, there is something that must have happened to him in prison for him to be acting like that towards me. Because I'm, William, hello, William. To be honest, the way he was acting, carry on about you know by his sexuality, it's given. Are you gay? Because right, pressed about it. That's what it's given. Right, right, exactly. And I'm just, a, I was just a little confused, even though. So I, at, at that point, I was real lit. I was real fucked up. And I already had some of the other bad boys like Darrell and Milan go and comment and get on live and talk about I never did any of those things and cleared mm-hmm. up my name or whatever, even though we're back and forth with our drama all the time. We hate each other. We love each other. All that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's like I never not once and I was confused because in the truck I'm lit I'm like I'm like wait what like oh my and then I'm looking at the front like oh fuck this is about to be a fight scene Mm -hmm. oh no Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ma'am no ma'am not me So I'm gonna sit here and keep my little ass shut because what I look like and what and that what really got me what really what really made me want to leave that night is that um they actually uh no one stood up for me not that I can't stand up by myself but yeah. Gutta was about to say something but then he just left it alone. Um, mm-hmm. did Gutta fight anybody? My question. Uh, Gutta didn't fight anyone the whole season. Mm. Gutta talked that. Yeah. yeah. So he Gutta is actually waiting to see me at the reunion, but you know I won't be You're doing a going. reunion. Why? Uh, why? Why? I, I will not be doing. Listen, I understand. I will not be doing a reunion unless I get a hundred thousand dollars. And I will say this now: if you see me at the reunion getting rolling with the punches, as Natalie would tell me to do, <laughs> I will be rich. I will be pretty and paid. I might not be pretty after, but I'll be have enough money to get prettier again. Okay, so. So so let Zeus know right motherfucking now, William. If you if they giving you a hundred K, you there. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh they're supposed to be actually not too far from now, very soon. So I have not gotten any calls. And I did get a call saying the reunion was gonna be at this time on this day between these three days. So um yeah. So uh yeah, uh if they call me and say, Hey, are you gonna be coming in for the reunion? I'll be like well, y'all haven't talked about pace. So I want 100 k if y'all want me there. Here's the thing that people thought to realize. I was the only person that nobody liked in the whole house during the show. When I left, it turned on Milan. So mm-hmm. if you have a reunion and the two people that everybody doesn't like or wants to fight or hyped up online or made diss tracks about me, blah, 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 et cetera, and da-da-da, um, it's that. There's no reunion. There's no reunion without the drama, without the fights. Exactly. William, I think they should give you your coins, and I think you should show up to give And I will show up, and if I get my ass fucked up, you better know I did it for the money. Speaking Mm. of speaking of fucked up, William, I'm going to keep it real and honest. We're going to get into some motherfucking things about Mm -hmm. the show. First off, from the first episode, if I'm not mistaken, Darrell wanted you to fight uh, the other guy. Dylan. Yeah, Uh Dylan. Um, what was your take on that? Like, why did he want you to fight him so much? Well, well, the thing is, when we showed up in the lobby at the hotel to get into the to the car, to the car that Sprinter to go to the house, which took many, many hours, um, <laughs> we all was like, oh, I'm such and such. And they were like, oh, his Instagram name is 931baddie. And I was like, okay, what that means? They're like, well, you're William the Baddest, and you're both white boys. And I was like, they Wait, listen. First of all, shit. if you guys do, if they do the research, I've been William the Baddest for about six, seven years now. It was just so happened that I, the irony of me being on Bad Boys Club. That was the irony because that's been my brand for many years. You know what I mean? A lot of people from in different cities, from Atlanta, New York, Houston, Dallas, Miami, and LA know me for William the Baddest. You know, yeah. you can Google it. It goes back in dates and times. But it's like, uh, that was way before Bad Boys, and then I have a uh, the uh, anyways, basically that's my brand, and they were trying to compare it as if oh we're both bad boys on Bad Boys Club, and I'm the baddest. No, I'm the baddest. Who's the baddest? Like it was just like okay, oh shit, this is the first day. Y'all know the first episode has to be the best episode or the one first they have impression. To set the tone. Yes. Yeah. So I knew that, but I was like fuck, like I swung at the air because Dylan was looking at me, and I could see him crying, and I was like fuck. So it's like, I was like, Dylan, you was talking that shit on the bus. Like, 
what's up now? Like, why can't I not hit you? And I have much cancer and I have a heart. I'm not a fighter. And I'm sitting here swinging at the air because I thought the camera was going to get a different angle. But baby, that fight went viral. It was everywhere. It, it did. Uh, but the thing is, is that, uh, you know, they was comparing. It, 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 come on now. Like, they, you had, they had to compare. They had to fuck with us, you know, we're the two white boys and you know, That's crazy. What happened? What the money reside is messy because why would he make two people fight that ain't wanna fight? Because if y'all wanted to fight, y'all would have did that on y'all own. And then he gonna say, Oh, if y'all don't fight, I'm gonna beat y'all ass and then turn yeah. around and fight the boy. What the hell? Yeah, that's just a lot going on and that the was one so thing, bully. That was a bully move. The one thing that y'all will realize is that you know, even till this very moment right now, my best friend Sydney Star, like she's has her own drama going on right now with Daddy season two, I getting see. arrested last night to all this stuff that's going on. And Darrell is always inserting himself. He's like the referee of anyone's drama. He will always insert himself into the middle of it. He inserted himself last night in her drama. He inserted, he threw a drink at her at the party when they had the first fight with the uh, last week in Houston. So it's like he inserted himself in any fight that happens. Me and Anthony's fight. Me and uh, his, every, he's always inserted. Kay Capri and whoever else on Zeus that was beefing with each other with Amber. He inserted himself that. into that fight. He's the referee of any type of dramatics. Maybe he so, like. What is it? Maybe he just like attention. You know what? It, when when so, you know he has all these followers and everything. It's like when you get yourself into this type of fame. It, it's it's like a drug for some people. For me, I, I just keep doing show after show, or I'll get back to my music and do my videos or something. You know, I don't live for the clout because I've had that for many years. I've been in Hollywood for almost 10 years, and I've been next to Black China and Amber Rose, Snoop Dogg, so YG, Nipsey Hussle put me in my first music video for Fuck Donald Trump. So it's like, I've been around these people, done this stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the clout. I actually care about the money, and I care about getting my brand to the next place. I don't give a fuck about the drama. We all know that drama makes ratings and views and clout and, and somewhat coin, but it's like, I don't care. Because if you continue to put yourself into any type of mess like that, people are not going to want to work with you. Like, yeah, like exactly. on regular that's of your opportunities that yeah. people have set up. Oh, I don't want to work with him. Exactly. So, like, I have goals. Like, even though my music, I want to hit Billboard and be signed like Saucy is because we've only, we work together, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, I want, uh, I, if I don't go in that route, I want to get on Netflix and I want to go on Euphoria and do all these big shows where the big bags are. It's like, don't be wrong, you reality TV is fun, but I've done enough. I'm tired. Yeah. So, so I have a question, of... William. So, so, William, being that you do have a lot of accolades, why didn't you go into the, why didn't you go into Zeus and be like, hey, like, I've been doing this shit. This is how we finna go. Like, it kind of seemed like you let them play with you a little bit when you've done this before. So it should have been um, like how Milan was the leader of the house. You should have been like the leader well, of the house. Milan should have been the leader of the house. His big ass all his friends. Well, I mean. What the hell? Well, I mean, here's the thing. You guys see what you're only um, allowed to be shown. And, you know, these certain people listen to everything that we do and watch everything we do. And if we do something or say something, um, our pages get deleted. So I'm just keeping it cute. But um, I could just say that, you know, uh, I was not really mentally there because I was already going through a lot of uh, things inside of my head. I had a lot going on outside of the show. And um, I was mentally not okay. And 
um, I had like lost a friend and like there's a lot of things that were going on in my head. I wasn't mentally ready at that moment. Like it, it, it all happened so quick and I wasn't ready for it. And I really wouldn't say that Bad Boys is a show for me. Like it made me crazy and turned me into a bad boy or like, you know, any any of those aspectable things. But it's like I um I didn't want to get in there. You know, it, I can't explain it. You guys, I'll just say this. You guys, for many years, watch Bad Girls Club on Oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not other networks. Mm-hmm. So it's different. And that's all I can say. Okay. Well, 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 speaking on, on what you just said, you know, being it turning you into a bad boy. I want to mm-hmm. ask you a question because I watched the show and I was mm-hmm. like, I want to know. That yeah. night, the night that you came back of the party, mm-hmm. and the night you got pushed in the pool, mm-hmm. you was on the shit. What happened? What was going through your head? Well, those, those, day? a lot of that fight was not televised, and oh. I had to get Stacks, Winnie Stacks, the stylist, on live, and an interview I did a few days ago in Vegas, and he, he, there's a live that's floating around where he did admit that Williams' fights were his hits were not televised, so. Because Anthony is best friends with Natalie, and that is the, Natalie's the EP. Um, you know, like they made sure that it looked the way it looked. Mm. And you know, if you guys watch it in slow mo, you'll see my hits go in uh, from the other angle. But it's all about angles. Angles can make a, a, a winner look. I'm not saying I won. I'm not saying that I lost. I'm saying that I went in and I did my thing, and a lot of what I did, you didn't see. So what made Anthony so mad? To run to get a head start because he wanted to get me in that pool. That was his motive. He had to get a head start. So all he was doing was pushing me. You know, I was I was in his face. I was I was I got his face like four or five times before he got me in that pool. And before the cameras saw him running up on me when I went to get him, that was very edited. And um I did get hit. I got I got in his it, it, it was it was good. It was good and I can't, you know, get into debt. Mm-hmm. But let's just say, like, it didn't get shown. And I know that, you know, even though I'm thankful for the opportunity from the network, um, uh, I just know that it, I wasn't shown in a good light. Mm-hmm. There was the beginning part that was, like, I was it was cute for me, but then it, like, it had a downward spiral where, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, no, it's not going to happen for you. You're not going to be shown in, a, in this direction. You're here for this specific narrative, and that's why you're here. But do you feel like the show gave you? We, we know you was already the baddest, but did it give you a little more, you know, little oomph to your brand? Or it, it did. It get it put the gas. It filled that car up when gas prices were at high as fuck. The the price was the the car was felt. The baby, she's still she's up the three quarters to full on right now still. Period. So so basically, like like I can like I just filmed what was it? Three weeks ago, I was in Chicago filming Judge Mathis. Um, I went crazy on his show and literally threw my shoe at the girl. That was it was crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, it's never been done before. Um, she called me a prostitute, just like Andrew Caldwell did. Wait, you um, said Yeah, yeah, I filmed it like three weeks ago. It'll be out, and I did Doctor Phil and went crazy too. The crowd loved me. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, she, um, I was walking down the street in Chicago. I forgot. I think it's like something, some, uh, some street in downtown, the one main one, something. And uh, the people were like, you know, um, 
uh, wait, is there race that would say black people or if I say African American people? I don't know. I'm trying to trying to keep it like you know, like where it doesn't sound. You can say black people. Okay, so yeah. black people were like pulling over because I just don't like using that word either. They they started pulling over in their cars and like I love you, William, and I like wanted to cry because it's like. Even people in their Ubers had their Uber driver stop, and they were just pulling over. I was literally outside for 15 minutes, and people were going crazy, pulling over, saying how much they love me. And it felt so good because I get so much hate online. So it's like to get the love in real life and the hate online, it's just like it just goes to show me, like, yo, you're doing, you're doing just fine. You're doing okay. Even if you left, even the people saying, oh, you're a pussy, you're scary, you got your ass off. Maybe I went back, and the one thing they can say compared to, like, the other white boy, he took no hits. He was my stand-in. And he did. He was a pick me, like a, say anything that you you can please them so that they don't hit you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did not play along with the narrative. I went against it, left, came back, did what I was, what I came there to do, and then I left. And I was with the shits when I walked in on Anthony because he knows good and damn well, like who invited me, baby. That same morning, because the the past two days of filming was so dry. Did you notice those two episodes were so dry? It was like, oh, pick on Kirion or do this. It was just yeah. so dry because William wasn't there and John, they were waiting for Jonathan's fight. Mm-hmm. So we had to get William back so that we could spice it up and, and, and get, bring in another episode or two for, you know, to stretch that shit out because it's boring. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what they did. And Anthony posted on, on Instagram, William the Fattest, which was on the blogs, um, pull up, you know the address, do your big one. And then Milan texted, hey, we're having a party tonight. And it, well, I was like, oh, I know what this is. This is definitely a setup. But you know what? Since the people were already going crazy because Anthony posted me about that, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm, I'm all about giving the people what they want to see. Yeah. So like I said, the people wanted to see it. I went and did it. What, whether, whatever angle they saw, whatever, whatever edits they saw, they saw but I still went, did my fucking thing, um, got what I needed to get, and I tooted it and booted it. Tooted <laughs> <laughs> it and booted it. Okay, so let's touch topics on your music really quick. Mm-hmm. So, like, did you find, or like, did you get dropped from your label? Like, what was it? Um, no, so it was, like, right before the pandemic, um, right when I got, like, this tattoo on my face of the lightning bolt, um, I had actually, because I used to be around Amber Rose a lot, I was literally, so a lot of people, like, they be, like, you know, clout chasing celebrities and shit, I only clout chased one celebrity, whether it's clout chasing, I was obsessed with her, like, I, her, Amber Rose, like, I wanted, uh, she was so sexual, she was, like, she was, like, my Marilyn Monroe of Hollywood. And okay. she represented slut and and anything pro gay pro anything pro black pro ho like no she did not give a fuck she was the baddest bitch for so long she was with Kanye fucking West you know she hit it first so yeah. it's like she oh. she inspired me a lot and we she found me on Instagram many years ago and I would go up to events with her whatever anyways etc so her baby daddy is the VP of Def Jam right now he's been the v- VP of Def Jam for a long time. And his name okay. is A. He's a pretty light skinned uh, guy that uh, she just uh, had a baby with. Slash. Yeah. And you so, on her? you know how we are when we're in love, okay? So okay. before before he cheated, um, it was be- it was before the pandemic. It was like six months before I, I was about to get my BBL. Um, and so 
I had went and did this audition because they were doing like a making the band show with Diddy kind of situation with Def Jam. And it didn't go green light because of the pandemic that happened like five months later. Well, like four months later, they were going to get a green light. But um, I was going to get signed to that to the label they were doing. I think it was through like Def Jam or something. So I was getting branded and I was so excited. So I, I was doing that. And then the pandemic hit. And then I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And at that time, Love and Hip Hop was still getting ready for Hollywood. And I was like, oh, my God. So I like hit up Mother. And I was like, hey, Mother, can you hit up uh, Mona? She hit up Mona for me. She messaged Mona. Mona says, I'm going to interview him. I'll send my people over. She sent her people over. Um, uh, 2020, during 2020, July, I got the call from Mona and a girl named Essence and Lisa Lee King at casting to do an interview. I did the interview, and I didn't get a call back because they, they kind of put a hold on everything. At that time, before they called me, I put so much effort into my music. So, like, I got with Saucy. I knew he was going to pop. Um, me and Rolla Ray, Candy, James. I just... I was just doing so much I could, making so much music pop, doing visuals, because I wanted to be that girl that hasn't been done before. You know, that boy, that white boy that, that just murders hip-hop, gay, sex, all of that. And I wanted to right. be that. And I worked so hard on put so much money into it. And no, I didn't make love and hip-hop. But then I got on a show. I was getting on a show on Zeus with Saucy Santana, his love show. I auditioned in, in Atlanta. I, was, I made the show. We were about to film, and then he pulled out. And then that so was a does, lot of that. Mm -hmm. So could you say that Saucy Santana inspires you? Oh, yes. Uh, we actually just DM'd each other, like, uh, like a few weeks ago. Saucy Santana, even though, you know, we didn't do a music video together, you know, because he was busy, and I think that um, he's really dope and everything, and he's doing his own thing. But it's like... Yes, at the same time, yes, he. I would say that Saucy's maybe like a year and a half ahead of me in the game when I first started doing, you know, music. That he had the connections, you know, like Love and Hip Hop and City Girls and stuff. And I think that Saucy is really dope. I love him down. Um, I know as hard as it sounds, and I'm not making excuses, I'm gay, white, and I'm doing hip hop. Those are major red flags compared if you're like, I know. He's black and he's gay and he's doing hip hop. You know, he has one less red flag than me. So there's there's a there's an opportunity he was gonna pop. But it's like it's harder. I would say that I have to beat the door down even more now. Mm -hmm. Why did he pull out of the show? Um, I'm not sure why, but I know when he messaged me three weeks ago, I was like, look. I told him, I was like, congratulations on everything. Um, I said, you always inspire me, Saucy. You always have. Um, thank you for being one of us. And thanks for doing it for us. And um, I hope to work together soon in the future. And he was like, thank you. Um, because I said I never dissed him. So a lot of the gay girls, um, they, diss, they diss Saucy a lot. I was like, I never dissed you. And he was just like, thank you. Um, he told me some words. He said, uh, be mindful. Don't be thirsty. And then it was like some other words, but it, he was really nice about it. But basically, he was like, he says, I felt that since I did Zeus, he thought I was being thirsty. He, I guess that's what he felt. You know, I was thirsty. And like, baby, you know what? When you're doing what I do for so long and you feel as if, oh, my God, I'm going to be 30 in a few years. Um, my time's running out. You're going to do whatever you can. So, so even if it's will you do whatever in order to sacrifice to get to that next place. So if I would have left that first day knowing the narrative that I was given for the show um, that I just did for Bad Boys, I would have left. But I told myself, I was like, listen, if I don't do it, another white boy is going to have to come in here and do it. 
and I'm going to be mad because I'm going to be really mad. So it was either I take this or not. And they added more clots to my name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful. And I got to make the best of it. I got, I got to take the good with the bad and make the best of it. So now, like, what is your main focus? Is it still on music or just TV shows? Um, uh, that's the thing. You got to go. You got to do all of it. But like I have music, I've been I've been in and out the studio. I have two really big projects. One's called Gray Sweatpants, um, and another one is called uh, Big Booties Out West. Big Booties Out West requires like ten to twenty thousand dollars budget to do, but Gray Sweatpants only requires like five to ten thousand because it's not as like exciting. It's not as big as I want Big Booties Out West to be. It's, it's I, I love big. If you ever watch any of my videos, like. They're good budget. That my music is good. Everything is good sounding looks of it. So it's like um, I put a lot of effort into my visuals, and I love making movies. So I do. I am focused on my music. But right now, uh, the the TV shows are calling. They keep calling. You if know, and you got to take it because I waited ten years for all these opportunities. I'm very thankful for MTV. MTV put me on the map internationally in New Zealand, the UK, like different countries like Africa, uh, uh, Mexico, like MTV is big, you know? So they helped me. But I mean, Zeus gave me a a lot of clout because Zeus is like, um, Zeus is is what everyone's watching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Zeus is definitely popping right now with all these crazy people. Yeah, so it's like, but for me, it's not even the fame or the money. It's worth my health and mental. Yeah. Like, they say, you're dumb for leaving the house. Baby, I left the house, got offered a bigger bag to come back and still turn it down. It's not about the money for me. It's not about the fame. If it was about the money or the client, I would have stayed there. Hello? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do for yourself. And I know that, I, not that I don't need anybody, but I have shows on shows on shows. Like, not no no shade. Like I said about the flowers thing. I have a lot more shows coming out. I have a YouTube series coming out and I have another MTV show coming out. Like, you know, it's like you got when you when you play in in the Bad Boys ball game, it, it it's it's bad and it's and it's dangerous. And you will get fucked up. There's no pretend. There's some some people pretended, baby. Anything that William did, he was either caught off guard or it was no pretending at all, baby. He it, it happened, okay? So I'm saying it's like, it's going to hurt, and I do not want to get hurt. And that I think I don't mind a one-on-one, but except for Jonathan. I'm not – those hands are lethal. I'm good on that. <laughs> but it's like uh, – and first of all, I'm not even a fighter. I'm not a fucking fighter. I, 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 I'll, pay, I'll pay the trade to pay I'll – I'll pay the trade to take you out, girl. I will pay that trade sitting over there on the corner to dust your asshole, okay? But – um. I'm not. I'm. It, it turned me into the the fighter. The, the the show turned me into this. This. It clicked something in my brain. Now, if I go out the house and and somebody's walking down the street and they try me, I'm like, "What's up?" I would have never done that before. So, it's, so I think that's a good thing, though. No, it, it is. It is a good thing, but it's like at the same time, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm I'm rageful now. You know. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I was happy, go jolly, but now it's like, what the fuck is going on? Well, let's go. You want to go? Come on, come on. What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, like I'm like, whoa, where's that coming from? I used to but just walk that's away. That's just a part of your journey, though. Don't. That's mm-hmm. a part of your journey. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I'm thankful for all the opportunity. Don't get me wrong, I'm so thankful. I was the only person promoted in the intros as the artist. Everyone else is because they went viral for something. 
I was promoted as the rapper. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm really fucking pissed, I didn't take that studio session, which they begged me to show up to, but I was like, no, that's just another setup waiting to happen. It was like, it was like, like the, it was like a rat trap. Like, you know, they put the, you got the cheese on the trap. You want the cheese, you'll get the cheese, but you're going to get trapped at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's how it worked. Like you want, you want your dream, come get it. That's good TV. So, uh, uh, we're waiting for you. Are you going to come or not? No, I'm good. So it's like, it was like a sacrifice. And it was many sacrifices I wasn't willing to accept. And, I, and I'm and i so fucking mad that I didn't get to be the the, the one that just have fun and turn up and, and say stupid shit and just have fun. I didn't get to be that fucking person because that was not the narrative that was chosen for me. And I was mm-hmm. so fucking mad. So, um, well, yeah. I feel like... When you went on to the, yeah, that wasn't the narrative that was chosen for you, but when you look back at Bad Girls Club, all the girls came in there trying to prove that they was the baddest. So you No, and I totally, and like I said, wrong show for me. (laughs) Yeah. But I was told from someone that it was going to be musically involved, like love and hip-hop. So I was looking at it like love and hip-hop. And no, baby, it was not love and hip-hop. So it was like love and hip hop times 10 on crack. Like it was intense. Yeah, it was like Bad Girls Club. It was definitely like I should have known, but this is not Bad Girls Club on oxygen. But so. exactly. And here's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You have to think about it like Ox- oxygen is a, a network that is broadcast on like TV, right? Mm-hmm. VH1 is a certain, it's basically what I'm trying to say is like certain shit they will not allow. Exactly. This motherfucking network. <laughs> Baby, oh, William didn't say William didn't say none of that. William didn't say none of that. But no, yes, you're William, right. You ain't say nothing that. But I, I did. I'm just, I'm just looking at it as like from a, a different point of point of view. Like I just, that's mm-hmm. how I feel. I feel like oxygen. Well, everyone to feel those different points of views. You said what? People, people keep fucking coming in my comments and my DM all day talking about how would you do that? Why would you do that? You didn't last. You left. Like all those things. Y'all don't understand. This is not. I can't say what I want to say, but it's not, um, it's William, not. Give us not a little that. bit, baby. We on two different dudes, the motherfucking podcast. We're going to get into some motherfucking <laughs> Yeah, go. yeah. Ask me. Talk to me. So, William, like, we, William, we know this is not Oxygen. We know this is not VH1. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow certain things. So, it's like, mm-hmm. dudes will allow you to get down and dirty mm-hmm. in the mud. Yeah, clearly, because mm-hmm. you, you could just take a look at Jocelyn's Cabaret, for an example. Just let them bump it out until they get mm-hmm. Exactly. But see, that's the thing. You know, those are girls and those are hardcore girls, but these are boys. These are hardcore boys, and these boys will break your fucking bones. Yeah. So I'm good on that. That's what I said. 100K or no reunion. Because if I got to go in there and get my shit broke up, if I got to get in there and get my shit busted open and broke, rip, all of that, uh uh-uh. uh. We, we, I got to lay in the bed for three months after this. Baby. Y'all are going to be paying for that. So, yeah. I'm. I didn't sign up for that. That was never me. Like, yeah. Like I said, wrong show. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I was watching your podcast that you did recently with uh, Rocky. Uh huh. And you mentioned about um your mom being on mm-hmm. drugs and you not you know growing up with your parents. So yeah. I, I just wanted to know, like, how did that affect you as a kid not having your Ugh. mom or your dad? Um. Well, I didn't know about energy as a kid, but I'm very big into energy now um, and the universe and everything's aligned. Uh, 
I, I'm a cancer, so I'm a very sensitive and emotional being. You know, I'm a water sign. Um, I need love. I need I need comfort. I need shelter. I didn't have that as a child, so it it really fucked me up growing up. Um, you know, I grew up in a in a parish outside of New Orleans called Saint Tammany Parish, and um, it's like Slidell Covington. Um, it's across the bridge, and basically, um, I lived you know in the poverty and I lived in the projects and. Uh, I had stayed with my grandmother and my grandfather until they had died because they was old. And then my mother and father, my mother was around till I was 11. They was never together. My mother was a young mom. She had all of us like when she was like 16. I have brother and sister that's older. I was a baby. But my brother and sister, they like, they did the same thing. They had different fathers, but they went on and did the drug and, and stayed in the trailer park type situation. Um, you know, uh, my mom had left when I was young at like 11. She went with some old man that had money. She was pretty. I never saw her again. Um, my father was around, but he had got on drugs really, really bad. He started selling drugs, but then when I was, like, 12, he started being the person to buy the drugs. So then it was, like, he started doing the crack on all of that and shooting up needles in his arms, talking about eight spider bites and punching holes in the walls, talking about the government's watching us, and I'm like, what? So then it got really, really bad, and then um, Katrina happened, and um, we were supposed to relocate because, like, where we lived, it had, like, got flooded, and we didn't have nowhere. So they gave us like $5,000 to go to another place. And he took that money and went to a dope, a dope boy and spent it up on drugs. Uh, so my father, he had got this money. And uh, when I was 12, it was right after Katrina in 2005, 2006. Uh, he had got this money and went and spent it up with another dope boy. Well, uh, he owed money to a guy, a drug dealer, and he basically didn't pay up. So my father kind of like, Mm, like left me there with the dude and I never kind of I, I just was like where's my father you know where's my dad and like what's up and you know I never went I never saw I didn't see my father and for like two or three weeks and then my uh the dude I'm not gonna say his so, name wait um mm-hmm. I, I'm just listening to your story yeah being that your father left you there do you think that was like selling you uh, I don't know, but I think it, he left me and didn't come back, but I didn't see him for like a month or two. And then I went to Dallas with the dude to South Dallas, Oak Cliff. And, uh, the dude, I was with the dude for like three years after like the first six months, I'm like going crazy. I went What's crazy. What's the age difference? Uh, the dude was like in his twenties, like 26, 27. I was 13. What was the relationship with like, how, how, um, how I don't know. Like? I mean, I know I was gay, but I didn't look at him like that, but, um, so you mean to tell me, hold on now, we ain't finna skip over that. So you mean to tell me that you went with this dude at the age of 13 and he was like 20 something and mm-hmm. y'all was just, he was just taking care of you? Or how, how was uh, well, he like ran like the drugs. So like he would teach me about drugs and, and like how to like cut it up and all of that stuff and how to measure. And uh, I didn't go to school for like three years. So it's like, I was just in another state. I was just... You know, I was just kind of like there, and yeah, like it, it was hard. Like I don't, I, I don't know the relationship. I mean, I, I here's the thing: when I left, I deleted that part of me, but it's always there. It eats me alive in my dreams at night. I always go back to those moments. Um, it's just it's trauma. It sucks. Yeah, stuff happened. The dude must have, you know, the dude. Yeah, he, yeah, he touched me. We did whatever, you know. Like I, I didn't, I didn't think of it because at that time this dude was all I had to take care of me. I was a kid. I 
I didn't want to sleep outside. I didn't want to have no money. I didn't know what it was like to have something because I never had anything. So, so at, like, at the age of 13, you, you, you lost your parents. Well, before then, you lost your parents, but I'm just yeah. you You lost your parents. You end up going to Dallas with another person that had no relations to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. He ended up raising you. Yeah. He ended up showing you, like, the dope game. Mm-hmm. You... What you from what you said, he kind of like touched you. You guys did whatever you did, yeah. And look at you now, you're a bad bitch. I know, and it um, fuck. oh my god, you're emotional. No, uh, you know, here it is. We're talking about uh, I don't really like that's the thing. I always that, skip over that's, it. I'll be skipping over that's it. That's a book, that's a book, William. That's I know Rocky book. was trying to get me to talk about it. I'll be skipping over it. Um, don't skip over it. Let's talk about it, William. We're on two different rules the podcast, <laughs> but yeah, so like I was saying, uh. Yeah, that was a lot for me. And, you know, yeah, I be skipping over because I don't be trying to tell the whole world my business. Because to be honest, I don't be wanting people to feel sorry for me because of what I went through as a kid. Because everybody has a story. Yes, my story might help somebody who, who, or a woman or a gay boy or exactly. a regular person. Exactly. That's why you talk about it because you don't know, like, it's probably people going through worse things or going through the same situation. But look at you. Look who, who you became. It, so I it know. gives people, like, inspiration. It gives them a drive to say, hey, I could continue to do it. So it's like you do have to talk about it. But I understand, yeah, you know, you just, don't want to. Also, you don't want to give people ammunition to say, well, bitch, so, you will hold that. You don't want to. Yeah, that. it's just like, you know, that what, what I did go through did Satan for what I do these days and how I've gotten money and what I do and all of that. My brand is all shaping for that. But I feel like, you know, it was it was I would definitely say that it was um it was it was on um, the music it was like acting it was just watching tv and, and listening to artists stories and it was just like that was what really told me that one day it was gonna um it was gonna be it, it was gonna be okay so um so, so yeah with that so being said, and stuff. is there is there anything that you would like if you could go back, is there anything that you would do differently or you would like like in my life or like on television? No, just in general. Um like I anything say, that would have improved your brand that you could have did that you didn't No, do. no, because it because you gotta think about it. Right now my brand is timing and uh, like I it's age and timing. So you got to stay cute or you got to stay relevant or the way you look has to stay, you know, intact because right now timing, if it would have been me doing, starting to chase my dream right now, 10 years ago, it would have happened because it would have been easier because of timing and the way gay is and how everything is opening doors right now for technology and TikTok and all of that. We didn't, I didn't have that 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So it's like now I still have enough time to get there. But but I would just say, like, no, I didn't miss my shot. I wouldn't go back. I don't never regret anything because there was been some type of something inside of me that kind of like, you know, I, I was smart when I was young. I knew how to play the game. I knew how to, you know, what I was do or what I would be with old men or, or what I would do to get my coin when I was 16, 17, 18, trying to make it out of wherever I was at at the time, uh, I knew how to get my money and I had a dream and I had a focus and I had something inside of me that was given, whether you call it God or the universe or uh, divine 
you know, whatever it is, destiny. Uh, I had something inside of me that told me that, hey, you got this. You're going to get it. Even at my darkest points of not having shit or being homeless multiple times in Los Angeles, seeking out of public storage units on Santa Monica Boulevard. Like, I've done it. And it's like, even in my darkest times, it was like, this is okay because you're going to get there. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. And it was like, there were moments where like, fuck, like six, seven years, like, fuck, what, when is it going to happen? And then pandemic, pandemic was like a fucking reset. Everything started happening. Then MTV called me right before the pandemic, gave me my own show. And then boom, boom, boom. It was like, boom, boom, boom. It just kept. And then right after pandemic, I was working so hard during the pandemic on my music and everything that all the doors opened after pandemic. So it was like the world had to reset with timing and gay. Everything had to be right because it wouldn't have worked then. So as far as advice and tips or like encouraging work that you would give someone that's trying to go down the path that you're going down? Um, well, I would say you need to think really hard if you want to go down the path I go down. But um, <laughs> I would just say whatever it is that you want to fucking do, like don't stop like don't stop believing in something that you love like there's going to be so many people that tell you that it's not working that it's not going to work you're going to get no's and you're and you're going to believe what these people are saying and you're going to hear these voices in your head you know and you're going to be like that maybe they're right <laughs> No, they're not right because they see something in you that they did they lacked and well a big you thing know, I would you're say gonna for make you it. is well, you being yourself has probably opened a whole lot of doors to you because your personality is like really bubbly and happy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's some there's some bitchy times too, or there's some funny times and there's sexual times and it's all just, like that. It's, and it's like a lot of people are like, why do you, why do you, why do you be talking like that? Or like, why I, yeah, I yeah. am a product. <laughs> I am a product of my environment and I'm not saying I'm trying to be something I'm not. I'm just saying is that this is my brand. And also this is a part of me. Like, yeah, look at Nikki. Like, not that I have multiple personalities, but maybe the, the, the hood will click in. And then when I got to turn down the fucking professional shit to get my coin, that clicks in too. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not saying I'm trying to be black. I'm pro-black. I'm not a culture vulture. I'm a culture companion. So it's like, I will get that all day. And to the young or to the old, like, I'm, I'm me. And if you can't accept who I am, then fuck it. But I've never not wronged anybody. I was, the, I went and broke Donald Trump's star up into a million little pieces on Hollywood Boulevard and got called by YG and Missy Hustle to do the video in South Central. Like, like I, I don't have nothing. I made a song called Fuck Karen for all the racist white women. Went to the White House. Went crazy. Donald Trump's people had me jumping off the lawn with Roland Ray in the wheelchair. Like, it was crazy. I've done that. And if I, I'm not saying I have the point to prove to the black community that I'm not trying to be something I'm not or a vulture of what they will call me every day is that I care so much about them. I'm not here to just collect their coins. Yeah, of course not. But hey, William, I, yeah. I would like to say thank you for sharing that. Um, because I've watched you do podcasts and you didn't really go into it. So yeah. I appreciate you for being real on two different dudes and I appreciate you sharing that. But um, it 
three things that William you need mm-hmm. to know that hey, I made it. Like, what are the three things that you want in life to say you that you that bitch? Um, I want. I want a song on Billboard Hot 100, whether it's number 89 or number one. Okay. I want a song on Billboard. Um, I want to collect an award at a an award show, and I want to thank, you know, my boat gang for pushing me there. And the third thing is just uh, being high up in a very nice house or apartment or somewhere that's really nice. And just looking at the city like, wow, you know, like I can breathe because I could never do this before. You know, that type of situation. It's all about comfort for me as well. Like I need to be comfortable and, and being in L.A. for so long. You don't get that <laughs> unless you have a lot of money or scamming. You need to come to Atlanta. Oh, I was thinking about it, but uh, I just shipped my boxes to Texas. I was supposed oh. to move to Texas in August. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Why is everybody moving to uh, Texas? Well, Texas is hot. Really? I wanted to move there too. That's what it's at. It is hot, but it's affordable and it's its own world. I mean, <laughs> it definitely is. Um, Miami housing is through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I can make it in LA and New York. I could go anywhere I want to go and be very comfortable. Yeah, those are, they are very expensive, especially New York. I'm tired yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. I go to New York like once a month, but I'm saying it's like I make it. I have my own apartment in downtown Los Angeles. I might not have a nice view, but I have an apartment that's mine that I don't have roommates and I have the great locations. So I don't I don't care like like a lot of like you know, like when I was on the show or when I got off the show, they're like Darrell and Anthony and all of them, they're like, Oh well, he has a, a garage apartment in downtown. Da, da, da. Like I was like, But y'all live in Texas and wherever else y'all live, like or who y'all ever live with. So it's like I have my own. No one gave me anything. I never had a mom, a dad, a family, a good degree. I never had time to do any of those things. I had to make it, and I made it, and I'm still making it, and we have a lot left to go. Period. Okay. And on that note, we're going to end the podcast out mm-hmm. today. William, we thank you for being a part of the Two Different Dudes family. Now you're in. Thank the, you. You're, you're, you're a part of the family now, okay? Yes. We, 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 we love, love you, William. William. Love oh, thank you. So, William, I'm going to um, reach out to you via uh, DM, and uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, thank things, you. But thank you for being a part of my show. No problem, no problem. Have a Bye, good day, honey, Bye. 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 Bye.